It's now time for A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. From amazing stories to colorful personalities, join us as we go in-depth with the men and women that make up the Oakland Athletics Organization. It all starts right now. We can't we can't have the first A's cast without the skipper. This is the first A's this cast. This is the first inaugural A's cast. All right. Proud to be on it. Well, let me tell you, you've always been very good to me. I've always appreciated it. Well, you've been good to me as well, and you've been good to this team. That's why you're part of it now. And I think about tomorrow night, and I know you're humble, but tomorrow night, I mean, three times manager of the year, getting that award's got to mean something. Yeah, it does. It means I have really good players and a coaching staff that's in it every day. You've seen these guys. I mean, they're, they're, they get down and dirty with them every day, and these guys know it. They, you know, they, they praise them. They, they, have, they give them constructive criticism when they have to, and... And when these guys know that they're there for them every minute of the day, they're they're better to they they recept construct, constructive criticism better. So it's uh, it's a really good group, and you know I'm the one that reaps the benefits from it. Well, I think, and then the front office making a move yesterday. Tell us about Kendrys Morales. We know all about him. We remember that tragic when he shattered his leg after that game-winning grand slam, the walk-off, but he reestablished his career. How do you see him fitting in for your club? Yeah, I mean, he's a power bat, and, he, you know, last year the, the numbers from the left side were significantly better from the right side, and that's all we need out of him right now. He'll play some first base and, and he, against right-handed pitching, and, you know, when you have a lefty out there, it allows us to get Mark Cannon in there, too, so it's not a, a strict platoon, but you know, this is a guy that does some damage and gets your attention every time he's at the plate and ends up being a really good pickup for us late. You know, the one thing I think about your club, and we've talked a lot about it this spring, versatility and depth. It's a real strength for you. It is, and, and we need to be. And as you see, a guy like Franklin Barreto unfortunately has to go down, but you saw him play center field. You saw him play left field this year, a very athletic guy, and, and gave him some more opportunities, and you saw the spring he had. So, you know, unfortunately, that was a move we had to make, but... You know, when you can move Chad Pinder around in the middle of the game, when you can move Mark Can around in the middle of the game, that means you only have to have a three-man bench, and that, that's all we have right now, so you have to have some versatility. Did you ever think the game would go this way where you'd only have, from the time you're playing to managing, that you'd only have, like, three bench guys? Yeah, it's it's tough, especially the way we do things. So, that you know, the versatility is, is important, and you've seen that Jerks and Profar can do that as well. But... Yeah, I mean, early on, you know, you're used to seeing five-man bench, especially you know in the National League and at least four-man benches in the American League. But it's all about pitching now, and when you need to cover as many innings out of the bullpen that we do, and most teams do now, it means you need that eighth guy in the bullpen. Yeah, and you saw two guys really blossom right in front of you. Trinan had really one of the best years a reliever has ever had, and then you look at Lou Trevino, who came out of nowhere. I mean, those two guys, what they've done for you at the back of the bullpen, talk about watching them emerge as just great pitchers. Well, you know, a big reason we had the type of season we did last year was because of those two guys. And, you know, going into the last, what, two weeks of the season, we had a lead after the seventh inning. We won every single game. And we lost a couple, you know, in the last week or two. But yeah, that's because of Lou Trevino and, and Blake Trinan. And, you know, it's, it's the, there's, there's a psychology to that for the other team. They know it, too. They know that last year they had to get to us early in the game or, or at least be tied. After the six, were, it was over. So, you know, it was psychology for us, too, knowing that these guys coming out there late in the game with the lead, uh, we were going to put it in our back pocket. How did you handle expectations? There was none last year, this year a ton. How would you handle it with your club? I just told them, look, this is where we aspire to be. Now, now, if you thought you worked hard last year and you can just throw your glove out there, that's not the case. You have to work even harder this year. And I've, I've had a couple teams over my career that, 
that had you know those type of years and and one team did very well the second year of it and one team didn't so i learned from those things too there can be absolutely no letdown as a matter of fact you have to feel like you're working harder to stay on top of it because you know, teams are coming after us this year a little different. Yeah, and I know you weren't happy about coming back from Japan, Owen, too. No, not at all. So, you know, we had a little uh, little gap here to get over that. It's not a, not where the way we expected it to go nor wanted it to go. So, you know, we have a tough schedule, 18 in a row. We have Red Sox coming in. We got Astros right behind them. So no favors as far as the schedules go. We have, we have to get on it starting today. And baseball's a sport that you play every day because everybody is so routine-oriented, and you haven't really played a lot of baseball lately. No, we haven't, and then I think, you know, I want to make excuses, but, you know, because Seattle was on the same schedule we were. We were trying to get guys more at-bats, and then all of a sudden the season started, and now you go back into, you know, spring training mode, now it starts again. So it's different, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's the big leagues. We're on a big league field every day. No excuses. And then, you know, with that, it's hard to kind of stretch starters out, right? That's the hard part we had, especially with our first two. You know, we, we took it easy on them based on some injuries early in spring. You know, uh, Fires had a little bit of a calf thing. We threw him over at minor league camp, and Estrada, you know, came in a little bit uh, behind as far as his back went. So, you know, those are the two guys that are not stretched out, and those are the first two guys in your rotation. They're going to be out there every fifth day. So, you know, starting today, we'd like to see them go a little bit deeper into the games. You know, the one guy I'm really excited about is Frankie Montas. It just seems like, you know, at certain points, certain guys, the light turns on. You know, he has the child. He gets married. Everything, he's developed a split finger. He's got the plus arm. It just seems like everything's going in the right way for him. No doubt. And, and you know, we had a talk with him last year coming into to spring this year that this would be a really big year for him. You know, it came easy for him when we first got him. And then he gets to the big leagues, and, you know, that 98-mile fastball, if you know it's coming, guys at the big league level can turn it around, and they did on him. So he had to, to learn how to do things differently, and he did exactly that. You know, the slider, the split has been terrific and made him a different guy, as you saw all spring. Yeah, and, and when I when I think about just some of your players, the one thing I, I had Matt Olson came over here, and I just feel so bad for him. I mean, the, the, the year he had to win the Gold Glove to play 162, and now to start the season on the injured list, it kind of breaks your heart because what what he means to you in your lineup. Right, I feel bad for him. I even feel worse for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he he's just such a big part of this thing. Everything goes through him, and not only is he a Gold Glover, but he makes everybody in the field better. Our ballpark, it's well documented, it gets by here, it's two bases. So to have a guy like that over there that, that looks like Will Chamberlain, you can throw too high, he picks everything out of the dirt. Um, you know, he's, he's the best first baseman I've ever had at a young age, and I've been doing this for a while, and on top of that, he's a 30-home 30 run, 30 run guy waiting to happen. Well, the one thing that's great about this A's cast is that we're going to do a lot of history, and as someone who grew up in the Bay Area, grew up an A's fan, I think it's just going to be great for all of us because we're giving the A's the best coverage they have ever had since they moved here in 1960. No doubt, and I, I you know, I do. I, I know the history of this. I know the history of the Bay Area and, and, and specifically the A's. So I'll probably be listening to a little bit more radio than I normally do. I know that, uh, you know, some of the talk show type things I'm, I've been bantered about in, so I try to stay away from those sometimes. But, uh, you know, when you're talking about A's history, I'm all in for that. You are the best. Congratulations on everything. Good luck today. Good luck on the season. And we're going to love having you on A's cast. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.